Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors in over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. Thank you for joining us today. Pastor Rander continues to feed our souls as led by the Holy Spirit on the only way to sustaining a healthy, well-balanced marriage. None of us is perfect. Consequently, no marriage is perfect. The good news is that marriage as God ordained it can be successful and fulfilling when both spouses willingly and continuously invest in the marital relationship His way. Listen with Bible pen and paper handy as Pastor Rander shares God's prerequisites for a healthy, well-balanced marriage. Tap your family? No, 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 no. No, you, you, Brian, wait, wait a minute. You saying this about my spouse? Wait a minute. I'm, we coming, we are going to get together tomorrow at two o'clock, and I'm gonna have my wife with me, and we're going to discuss this. You, you start talking like that, they say, oh, no, no, I don't, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. You misunderstood what I was saying. No, you said exactly what you meant. Okay? If your spouse, has not given you a reason to be suspicious, then trust them. It's easy to trust them. It takes a whole lot of energy to be suspicious and looking under every bed, looking in the pockets of the man. You know, you're looking down in shoes and you're looking between mattresses and you, 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 you're trying to go, go through the address uh, section of the the phones and all that. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Now, if you don't have nothing to hide, let, let them have your phone. My wife can take my phone in there. She can go all over the phone. She can read every text she, she, she can read every text I got. Frankly, I don't care. She's not going to find nothing. I'm going to keep it clean and keep it professional and I'm not going to let my discourse with others Take a sidetrack into a realm that's detrimental to my marriage and relationship. Huh? What you got to hide? Hopefully it's nothing. However, this does not mean because you trust your husband that you got to be completely naive and la-la and gullible. <laughs> In other words, when you see the handwriting all over the wall, y'all beating me saying it. I think some of y'all have seen some handwriting. <laughs> when you see the handwriting on the wall that something is wrong, lovingly Address it and confront it and bring it to resolution as swiftly as possible. And if you need to get some help, by all means, 
get it. When those lights come on your dashboard of your car, you hear them take it to the maintenance shop. That's right. And you don't go to no quack either. Matter of fact, these cars are so designed nowadays until you can't have a sideline mechanic even messing with it. You, 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 you will negate your warranty trying to save a dime and lose your whole warranty. I want y'all to say amen. amen. If your wife and husband relationship mean that much, y'all to have a strong warranty. Strong warranty. I'm not talking about a seven-year warranty. It's a lifetime warranty. That's real lifetime. Yeah. Do you have a lifetime warranty on your marriage? Or two years? That's all. This, you need to be lubby-dubby in three months, six months. But what about six years? And 20? And 60? Or 600? Okay. <laughs> Better put it on there if the Lord wills. Okay. So, so, so lovingly confronted to the glory of God. Next, are y'all hanging with me? Amen. Ooh, I believe y'all listening out there. Uh, I'm not through. Listen, if you want to have a healthy, well-balanced marriage that is sustained and go to distance, you need to realize this. Humility is vital for nurturing a healthy marriage. Humility is vital for nurturing a healthy, well-balanced marriage. 1 Corinthians 13.5 says, Love does not behave rudely. Love does not behave rudely. 1 Corinthians 13.5 To be rude is to be harsh. To be harsh. You, you never be harsh with your husband. Right? What you want? Can't you see I'm sleeping? I'm eating. Can't you wait? Ooh, that is so cold, turkey. That's harsh, y'all. It's cold. It's insensitive. It's offensive. And you know, it's really bad when it's embarrassing. Because you can get so comfortable talking like that at home until you can't put on no more when you get out of that house. You can't put on the front. What's in you really come out. And you start embarrassing your spouse in front of people and then go home and eat collard greens and don't even ask what, what happened. Embarrassment brings shame. Embarrassment brings humiliation. You're not to be disrespectful to one another. Love is not disrespectful. Love does not behave rudely. If you're humble, you're not going to be rude. Rude people are not humble. If you're humble, you're, you're not going to be disgraceful. If you're humble, you're not going to be insulting. If you're humble, you're not going to be sarcastic. Your mouth is sharp, a smart comeback. Before the person, the spouse can get one word out, you've said 70. Humility is abstaining from pride and arrogance. Don't get married so long that you take your marriage for granted. 
Humility is also a lowliness of mind. Humility is meekness. Now, meekness is not weakness. That's right. Meekness is power under control. I could say some things, but I will myself through the Holy Spirit not to say it because I don't want to crush my spouse. There's going to be a holy hush before I just let my mouth fly off the handle. Some of y'all are so used to, you, you, you got wild mouths. They just, just shoot out before you can even think about what you said. Humility is gentleness. It is humility. You know what it is in marriage? It is to possess a deep sense of one's unworthiness in the sight of God. Me too. Me as well as all of you. When is the last time you told your spouse, I really don't deserve to be married to you? Well, look how quiet it got. I really don't deserve to be married to you. You've been a blessing to me. And I haven't said that enough. I really, the truth be told, I don't deserve to be married to Darlene, my wife. That's right. I, I don't deserve that. That's a blessing for God. God gave me what I didn't deserve. That, that's his grace. That's his grace. Oh, God, help me teach this lesson. In other words, humility in a marital relationship does not possess a judgmental spirit. Judging everything. The coffee's lukewarm. My food's still not hot. The toilet paper roll is gone. Well, when you went in there, you saw it was almost gone, hopefully. Why didn't you go and open the cabinet and reload? Uh-huh. I mean, why you could you complain about it's empty? And that's another thing. If you if you need to go to HEB and you and you in there, <laughs> then it's a, that's another problem. Because marriage is a covenant relationship with God, every effort is to be made to preserve it for as long as we both shall live. As Pastor Rander is showing us in today's message. We must do our share to energize our marriage. Think well of each other. Prayerfully leave it to God to change what needs to be changed in our spouse. Be selfless, not selfish. Be humble toward each other. Forgive each other. Be determined to have a Christ-centered marriage and be filled with the Holy Spirit in all things. (laughs) In other words, humility in a marital relationship does not possess a judgmental spirit. Just judge everything. Just looking down on it. You're analyzing it. You're picking it to pieces. It's under scrutiny. You know. Uh, Humility is, is a spirit of submission. It is to submit to one another. You know what humility does? It extends grace. Well, grace doesn't even deserve to be extended. Humility extends grace. Where's the grace in the marriage? Grace. Humility, when one is humble, there will be a a tremendous uh, measure of compassion. And there will be sensitivity to the needs of your spouse. 
Love is not rude again. First Peter chapter five, verse five B says, yes, all of you be submissive to one another. Husbands ought to be submitted to his wife. Wife ought to be submitted to the husband. You have roles and responsibilities that God has given. There's structure and order to the home. Now, it's true, it does say in Ephesians 5, a wife ought to submit to the husband, but husband have that submission on the part of the husband as well to his responsibility to his wife and family in that home and context of that family as well. Yes, all of you be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility. When people see you, they see humility all over your body, humility all over your countenance. People long to to be in your presence because of the, the, the... I'm not talking about this falseness of humility. I'm talking about genuine humility. And people can see it, and they know... They can spot a phony a mile away. Clothed with humility. For God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. When your marriage is clothed in humility, rudeness will dissipate. You need to write that down. When your marriage is clothed in humility, rudeness will dissipate. Next, if you want to have a healthy, balanced marriage, you need to realize this. Being kind, sensitive, and thoughtful encourages and edifies the marriage. Listen to me again. Being kind, sensitive, and thoughtful encourages and edify. Edify means to build up the marriage. First Corinthians 13, chapter 13, verse 4, A says, love is kind. Love is kind. Our kindness must not be restricted to those we love. It must be extended even during times of difficulties. You be kind to your wife and your husband. In times of separation, you don't be mean. Be civil. Be kind. Even when the, the, the marriages that ended up in divorce, that still doesn't authorize you to hate your ex-spouse. You be kind. You be kind. Kindness is always the best way. Kind, be kind. You be kind during custody issues. Be kind. Even when you can't have the child, when the court order says you're supposed to. Don't cuss them out. Be kind. Pray. Ask God to give you wisdom. Satan is testing your level of spiritual maturity. Where do you go from there? Be kind. We must demonstrate kindness to our spouse even when it is not reciprocated. Don't be kind to her because you want her to be kind back to you. You be kind because it's God's will for you to be kind. You want to be kind because you are practicing it to the extent that it has become who you are, a kind person. You practice it so much until now you are kind. You have to practice that until it becomes natural. Natural. Some folk are more mean than kind. What destroys a marriage is insensitivity, 
being hard and callous toward the other, which results in harsh words. When you're not kind, that means you're going to be arguing and you're going to have put down statements. Never call your wife woman. You know, no, no, don't do that. Uh, you know, don't, don't do that. You know, don't, don't, don't name call. Never name call your spouse. If, even if it's true. That's right. You know, just like you get a great big fat woman and then you say, oh, you fat. That, 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 why, why are you going to say that? That, that lady or that man already know they have that condition. You don't have to announce that to them. You don't have to tell me I'm bald-headed. Oh, you bald. I said, what's your problem? I'm black and I'm bald. Okay. I'm not going to say what I could say to you because I'm not going to say everything I think. Huh? I'm thinking something right now, but I ain't going to say it. You laugh your socks off if I said it. I know you're going to say that saying. I am not going to say it. <laughs> but what I'm saying is you don't, you don't have to say, uh, say everything you, you, you know, you know. Say everything you know. Wait, wait on God. Wait on his timing. Don't, 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 don't wait, wait on God's timing. Don't, don't name call on the man. Don't name call on the lady. On, on your wife. Don't, don't do that. Romans 12.10 says, be kindly affectionate to each other with brotherly love in honor giving preference to one another. Hey, you see, the wife ought to be seeking the interest of the husband. The husband ought to be seeking the interest of the wife, which makes for beautiful unity of the spirit. Romans 12.21 also says, do not be overcome by evil. It's a horrible thing when evil overtakes your house. But overcome evil with good. You do good when your spouse is mad at you, upset. You do, do good. Be good. Speak, speak well of. Speak well of. And you have to ask God to help you to grow up. You know, some Christians, they have a knack of saying, well, I'm just not there yet. They're just they're saying that so bad. That's their mantra. I'm just not there yet. Be patient with me. God ain't through with me yet. And you've been saying that for 20 years. Still hateful. Still got those same habits and proclivities. You need to get there and ask God to hurry up and get you there and quit being satisfied with trying to get there. You need to arrive at some point. I'll give you one more. I got more points than you, you've got time. I'll give you one more and I'll leave you alone. This is a big one. Uh, and I'll take up next time. Um, truthfulness and transparency are absolutely essential between husbands and wives. Truthfulness and transparency are absolutely essential between husbands and wives. Because without it, 
there will be deception without truthfulness and transparency. There will be hypocrisy. When you don't have truthfulness and transparency, there will be dishonesty. There will be suspicion. There will be a lack of trust, all of which will lead to confusion, divorce, and division. A marriage without truthfulness and transparency is headed to despair. To be truthful is to be honest with each other in your relationship. You got to be honest. Your wife asks you where you've been. Don't lie to her. Tell her where you've been. And hopefully you've been to the right, been to the right place. <laughs> tell her where you've been. Just tell her. Tell her. Go ahead. Now, if you're not used to lying, they know when you're not lying. They know when you're lying, rather. If you, if, if, if you, if you don't practice lying <laughs> and you try to tell one, you're a complete giveaway <laughs> because you're not natural. Now, folks that's used to lying, they, boy, they, they smooth. It's nothing worse than a smooth liar. You got your hands full. You don't know whether they're going or they're coming. You don't know whether they're up or down, in or out. You don't know what you got. To be truthful is to be honest in your relationship, to be sincere in your relationship. It is to not lie to each other. It is to have ill motives toward each other. It is not to have hidden agendas toward each other. That is a shame when you have marriages with hidden underlining agendas. That's enough of that on the jobs. That's enough of that in the world and the cooperation with people and relatives and all these folks. And that's in your house. First John 3.18 says, my little children, let us not love in word or in tongue, but in deed. And in truth, beloved, truth is the foundation of marriage. And when it has been violated, it has to be earned through consistency. When truth has been violated, it has to be earned through honesty. When truthfulness has been violated, it has to be earned through commitment in the relationship. Trust in a marriage is built on truth. Now, you need to write that down. You, you want to build a strong foundation? You want to build trust in your marriage? Trust in a marriage is built on truth. First uh, Corinthians 13, 6b says, love rejoices in the truth. To rejoice in the truth is to promote the truth. To rejoice in the truth is to live by the truth. To rejoice in the truth is to stand on the truth. To rejoice in the truth is to speak the truth in love. To rejoice in the truth is to not compromise the truth. Love never covers or hides the truth. Now, you need to write that down. Don't look at me. You need to write that down. Love never covers nor hides the truth. Malachi 2, 6a says, the law of truth was in my mouth. 
and injustice was not found on his lips. My friends, if you want to build trust, keep truth at the forefront of your marriage. Keep transparency at the forefront of your marriage. Ask God to show you how to be genuine, how to be loving, how to be kind, how to be truthful. And all God's children said, let's pray. And Father, much was said tonight. And even for those who are single and have no desire to marry, these principles still apply to them because you want them to be truthful, loving. You want them to be kind. You want them to build on the solid foundation of Jesus Christ. Oh, God, strip us of everything that can hinder our marital relationship. And even for singles, oh Lord, strip them as well of anything that can hinder them of their personal relationship with you. Because at the end of the day, they're married to you. And they got to give an account to you. Help them to enjoy their singleness as unto the Lord. In truth, love, grace, compassion, sensitivity and kindness toward their fellow man as well. No one is exempt from this message. Your word does not return void. Bless it now, in Jesus' name. And all God's children say, amen. God's design for marriage is lasting. If we take an honest look around us, we can see that marriage based on God's word are based on love and commitment and will stand no matter what. The strongest legacies are established for generations to come. Praying and trusting God to bless us with a spouse designed just for us will last a lifetime. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas or call us at 210-821-5683. Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds, like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on local now, channel 525.